Hello, welcome to another episode of Top 5. Casey Marsh is here. Hello, Casey Woo-hoo. Marsh. Very first hello there, Richard Smith. And we've this got... Very formal. Thank you. I don't know. I, just, I, I don't <laughs> plan any of these things. start a podcast. Yeah. I just start talking. Words come out. Anything could happen. This is the audio version of Exchange of Business Cards, listeners. It is. Hmm. So we've got our Top 5 random generator. We have. Warmed it's up and ready to go. So yeah. It made some uh, copyrighted music noises last week and couldn't be put on SoundCloud for some time. <laughs> it won't be doing that oh. again. Oh, those Japanese guys. Yeah, but I was quite impressed with how quickly it was identified as copyright <laughs> music. Well done, SoundCloud lawyers. It was. You, it must have been. Bastard. Yeah, it must have been inside fifteen seconds. It was immediate. That's, Just that's that's both depressing and fascinating. Yes, yes, it is. So uh, let's press press the go button and see what happens this week. Okay, the non-copyrighted go button being pressed. Okay, what do we have? We have, Rich, uh, for our delectation this week, hot off the press. Uh, This week we are going to be discussing the top five most expensive Harrods items ever sold. Oh, I like that. (laughs) Harrods, I mean, hopefully it's it's a world-renowned brand. It's it's definitely a tourist trap. Harrods in London, we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Most of you know about, most of you guys out there in podcasting land. It's a department store. It is a department store. It's a a department store unlike any other, really, in that it's so ridiculously um, based upon ostentatious displays of wealth, really. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's usually a bit like being shoved through a cattle market as well, whenever you go in there. Very, very, very busy place. Yes, it's not the most relaxing of places to go, but you could spend hundreds of thousands, if not millions of pounds, quite quickly. Yeah, in there. It's it's a department store where one of the departments is known as the Hall of Luxury. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. I fully expect them to be selling the Apple Watch edition. I would have thought so. Yeah, I yeah that level of thing. I remember going into the toy department as a child, and being greeted by a Batmobile, and like <laughs> a like a, it took petrol, fire yeah, came it's... out. It was twenty five thousand pounds. <laughs> I didn't it's a richy get rich Batmobile, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was that was a real thing. You could get in it and drive around. Mm. I don't know how legal that was, but clearly legal so, enough for Harrods to be selling. Yeah, well, the, the, I mean, and obviously with a place that's based solely upon uh, flashing the cash, these five are going to be pretty damn dramatic, I think. That's what I'm thinking. And of course, Harrods, not to be confused with Halfords, <laughs> no. purveyors of screen wash and car stereos. Yeah, this would be a slightly more boring list. Yeah, it would. <laughs> 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 Top five most expensive items sold at Halfords. Yeah. <laughs> okay, car mats have got to be number five. I think yeah, you get you get there, aren't you? Yeah. Um, vanity vanity uh, plates, I think, for the car as well. The the ones that you can't drive, but they'll make for you. Yeah. Shall we? 
pick off this this money encrusted uh, list. Yeah, do it. Number five, uh, number five of the top five most expensive Harrods items ever sold. It is a diamond two ball putter. Two ball is the name of a brand of golfing gear. They made a one off putter, Rich. That's. Okay. Shall, I say what I'll do. I'll, I'll tease. Shall I? I'll give you the money at the end. Okay. I'll yeah. Describe what it is. They made a diamond two ball putter, a one off to celebrate. I think it was an anniversary of these putters being on sale. They're very very popular with pros and amateurs alike. But this one was encrusted with rubies and diamonds. Um, eighteen carat white gold head, two hundred and forty rubies, and three hundred and seventy eight diamonds. I presume it's 378 because 380 would be considered showy. You know? Yes, yes, that's just um, over the top. You don't want to get tacky no. with these things. And it retails for £108,000, Rich, for a putter. That's not as much as I expected, you know. Well, we're only at number five, my friend. That's, yeah, but all those diamonds. I mean, technically uh, it's a putter, but it's not, is it? It's a, mm. it's a collection of jewels in the shape of a putter. I think we should do. I think we should take a leaf out of Here Goes Nothing's book now and do. So we should have some mid podcast googling because I want. I want you to see these things. Okay, I'm gonna. So it's a diamond two ball putter. I think these these items are usually so famous that they'll pop up on their own if you just put the. I got the to in. diamond two ball and it filled in putter. Turn off your sound on your iPhone. Images for two two ball. It's hard to say two ball. Diamond two. Two ball, ball. putter. Oh, they're only little diamonds. Right. Well, there's, a lot, there's a lot of them. There are a lot of them. The frigger, otherwise. I mean, that, that looks... Mm. That looks quite... Wow. But you can't use... You're not playing golf with that, are you? Wow. If you are, then you're looking at the last thing that's going to be brought down on your head as you get robbed on the way back to the car. Exactly. <laughs> you're going to be killed. You'll be killed with that. That's going to be a weapon used to end your life. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> it's quite it's quite impressive though. Yeah. Totally, totally frivolous, but there we go. It's the kind of thing a supervillain would carry. It is indeed. It absolutely is. When he's interrupted on the golf course, yeah. Yeah. And wow. off to his to his henchman. Oops. Well that's only a hundred and how many thousand? One hundred and eight thousand pounds. Okay. Yeah. That's 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 not a bad right. start. Yeah, not a not bad, bad start. start. What's number four? Number four. <laughs> number four gets a lot more garish. Number four, actually, if you Google it, as I say it, this might be a good thing. Okay. Is a Clive Christian number one perfume. He's an English guy, Clive Christian. I'm sensing a pattern already, and we're only at number four. Right. Which is take a thing and cover it in jewellery and gold. And make it, you know, therefore, make it much more expensive. However, Clive Christian, the famous perfumier, he appears to have the scent of stupid people's money in his nostrils already because yeah. this this perfume on its own, Rich, is one thousand five hundred pounds per fluid ounce. Yeah, fluid ounce is thirty mil. That's not even a shot from an optic in a bar. That's less than that. I need to know what it smells like. Well, <laughs> the Wikipedia page for Clive Christian number one, which is an exceedingly short page, it, it does yeah. say it's available in uh, Fortnum and Mason for four hundred and fifteen pounds for a fifty mil bottle. Fifty mil. Well, this is um, this particular bottle is a um, unsurprisingly a limited edition uh, royal type edition. It's a, it's a special edition bottle. 
So, not just that ridiculously expensive perfume. Apparently, he went to the... Uh, there, there is such a thing as kind of like... Um, I don't know what you call them, really. I suppose, I suppose perfumiers have kind of scent banks. You know, they have sort of stashes of... Yeah. These incredibly expensive materials and ingredients and um, these prized preparations and oils and essential scents. And he went to one of the world's greats, apparently, with the proviso that money was no object. He wanted to make the the finest, most expensive. Although he markets it as, it is marketed at as the world's most expensive perfume. So I think we know where this guy's heading. Yeah. It's not all about the love of making perfume. It's the kind of thing you'd sell to Michael Jackson if he was still alive, you know? Yeah, of course. That kind of thing. Um, so, yes. So the money was the money was stupid already, but it's not Harrod's stupid. Let's put it in a rare crystal bottle, okay? Yeah. Engraved engraved with your name. With your name. Oh, and let's make the neck look like uh, Queen. the Queen's Coronation Tiara is what they've done as well there. The neck of the bottle is 18 karat gold, raise its head again. With a five carat diamond set into the middle of it. <laughs> and I've just looked up <laughs> some forums and everything about it says old ladies perfume or disappointing. Really? Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. Oh my. I mean, well, this is the thing it's a smell. Mm. And so you either like it or you don't. Intensely subjective thing. They're can't be such a thing as say the world's best or greatest or anything like that can there and then it, no. it all depends on the the individual wearing the perfume i think we found the world's most shameless perfume producer i think we have <laughs> and he's and he's homegrown too brilliant land of hope and glory good work there sir mm. well then mr christian you shameless bastard you oh i didn't tell you the price yeah i don't I know the left, price I buried the lead this bottle Retails at £155,000, Rich. Econ bollocks. <laughs> Dude, that's just ridiculous. There's no uh, need for that whatsoever. And it, again, it's just, that's 000. the bottle. Yeah. <sighs> you sneaky little monkey, Clive Christian. <laughs> All that money for a bottle of smell. A bottle of smell, which apparently... Smells like an old lady's knickerbocker. I mean, wouldn't like the best perfume like make people do whatever you tell them when they smell it or something like that? You'd think so, wouldn't you? Yeah, it would give you yeah. like Jedi mind trick powers, that kind There'd of. There'd have thing. to be yeah, like unicorn ingredients or something, or lepre- you know, shaved shaved leprechauns. Yeah, it floating around in the bowl. Or a true Lynx effect. Yeah, which I still think would be quite horrendous in real life, but you it know, would, yeah, it would make sleeping difficult it would indeed it would well, indeed yeah. i'm attending I, a funeral or something there are times and places yeah i don't know i'm not a fan of mr clive christian right now with this i'm not happy mm. with that but i think he found the right client with harrods because they were happy to market that oh i bet they were mm. oh he does interiors what's this clive christian interior oh jesus christ <laughs> clive christian interiors wow this is are you, are you looking at it? It's his website. I'm going there now. ClivechristianInteriors.com. And it's basically interior design, kitchens, living rooms. British luxury interiors. So essentially what a footballer's house looks like. Yeah. 
There's no I prices on anything wait. here. Of course there isn't. That would be garish to suggest a price. It would. Wow. Mike Tyson isn't going to check for the price. <laughs> Some of this stuff is quite hideous, though. Um, I wouldn't want that kitchen that is, is the main <laughs> picture there. Oh, even even the access to the website's Ponzi. Do you know what it just did? Mm -hmm. It told me to turn my phone to landscape. Oh, did it? Yeah, it, it was a black screen. Please turn your phone to landscape before viewing this. It's like basically telling me to wipe my feet before I go in. Yes, it is. Oh, my God. Like, would you want to cook in that kitchen? It really? You've got a house full of rooms that look like hotel lobbies. Exactly. It's, that's not what I want my house to look like. No. That doesn't say to me comfy. Oh, I like that panelled room, though. That that looks... I mean, it's a library, so in my house it would just be lots of empty oh, shelves. With yeah, it's a, a Kindle bit like on the Oval Office, isn't it? Yeah. But this mm. is just yeah, not what I want in my house. I don't think that will be a problem, though. I don't Plus, think it probably smells like old, old women, apparently. Oh, look at that. Oh, some of this is actually very nice. Uh oh. This wasn't the aim, Rich. <laughs> no, it wasn't. But some of this is very, very nice. I like the contemporary style. The classical style, I hate, but the contemporary style. Oh, gosh. Okay, let's move on. I now feel sick and pathetic in my existence. Okay, we're getting serious now. Yeah, number three. Number three is a collaboration. <clears throat> the collaboration item. It is the Baldi, B-A-L-D-I, which apparently is an Italian um, designer. Baldi and Harrods White Crystal Bath. It's a bathtub, Rich, we're talking about here. Yeah. Oh, I see pictures here. Yeah. And, Ooh. I mean, the, yeah, so I'll, I'll, I'll give you the price in a minute. But I can imagine the conversation that goes on. And what is Sir looking for today? Well, I was hoping for a bathtub carved from a single 10-ton block of flawless white crystal from the Amazon rainforest. Oh, and some raw plugs. Um, <laughs> we have both, sir. Yeah, it's, um, <laughs> it is what it is. It, it looks like something, I don't know what, it's kind of Prometheus-like. It looks like it's something that's been dredged from primordial ooze. It does, doesn't it? I think it's spectacular. But white. And um, it's it's almost unique, apparently. This this block, he heard they heard about it back in 2006 and ordered, they claimed, this 10-ton block of flawless crystal. Right. White crystal and <clears throat> made two, two custom bathtubs out of it. This one retails... For five hundred and thirty thousand pounds, and it is just a bath. Yeah. We can't stress that enough. It's just a bath. It also ex explains that <laughs> in the notes here that the bath itself is um, has many, many, many diamond cuts in it to make it to show off the brilliance of the crystal. I hope they're on the outside. That's all I can say. Yeah. Otherwise, it's a bit like having a bath on a coral reef. I should imagine. Yeah. Wow, though, mm. it doesn't look very deep. No. Like, I, I, as spectacular as it looks. Probably quite like the owner. Yeah. And and besides, you know, not to continue to do this stuff, down, but as the father of sort of three youngish children, would, could you envisage bath time taking place? I mean... In... Yeah. Who broke the... <laughs> who broke the unique <laughs> crystal bath? Yeah. Yeah, that's it's not a it's not a functional item that I don't think you yeah. wash it with Mr. Muscle and probably not have have matey bubble bath in there. I don't I don't think you do that. <laughs> and if you can't do that, then what's the point of bath time if there's no yeah. bubble bath? And that, yeah, I just don't see it 
the Viz Top Tips book on the corner of it isn't really going to fit. I think. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So it's very showy, but I, I wouldn't have that. I just want yeah. a big bath. You know, something... I'd love to see. I'd love to just Photoshop wise. I'd love to see that in a normal bathroom with a normal toilet next to it. <laughs> just everything else is normal. There you go, and listeners. Get to Photoshop. Yeah. There you go. Just the most, not <laughs> even like a public toilet with that next to it. That would be great. Wow, though, five hundred and thirty thousand pounds. Five hundred and thirty thousand. They've got some others on the the coming up on the the google image search that look quite spectacular the green jade colored one and oh that's a malachite bathtub designed to look like a a boat and sits on 24 karat gold feet (laughs) that one's only two hundred and twenty thousand dollars, according to that website so that's that's actually quite a cheap bath Mm. wow (laughs) and they've got you know they've got a rock crystal basin to go with it so you know that's just like a few hundred thousand pounds and you can get toothpaste stuck on the side and the emptiness from your razor that sort of thing (laughs) just like any other sink of course wow now we're we're into it now aren't we number two yeah and we're at number two and this is the one that i really think we're both going to want and i think you're going to dig the most As soon as I give you the Google information here, you'll go into I think you're going to like this. Okay. Number two, Rich, the first thing I'm going to tell you about it is number two, believe it or not, is an advent calendar. Okay. Number two is an advent calendar, a calendar that you open each day, 24 days leading up to Christmas. The Google terms you need to put in are Porsche Design Advent Calendar. (laughs) Porsche. The Porsche Design Advent Calendar. And I'm going to discuss it as you look for it. This makes even a Galaxy oh. Truffle calendar look like a Harry Ramp, basically. Oh, my. The way I see it, if the monolith from 2001 landed in Tron at Christmas, this is what you'd open for 24 days. This Hang is... on. Sorry. One second. Yeah. I can hear... Audio playing. Have I got a video playing on this page? Oh, there is this. Wait, sorry, there's video playing on my there's an ad page. Playing or something. There's always the video, yeah. Sorry, I could just hear talking, and it's that was very <laughs> odd. Right, carry on. How's right? The Porsche advent calendar. I'm looking at it now. Oh my yeah, god, as I said, it's the monolith from 2001 that's landed in Tron. That's what the best way I can describe it at Christmas. Yeah, um, it's essentially the most ridiculously luxurious design orientated i mean steve jobs would go mad over this for its clean lines and very sort of minimalist design and and this is yeah the porsche design house which don't just do cars they do all kinds of amazing items from from fountain pens to um boats to yeah to blackberries of course and this one has 24 porsche based goodies porsche design based goodies in these incredible turnaround matrixy tron looking windows um, everything from cufflinks. I think the flagship is actually a watch, like a ridiculous sort of world-beating, you know, yeah. watch. Um, there's one of only a few around. There's also, uh, I believe, a I think it was a 28-foot model of a boat, like a yacht. That's in there as well with a with a motor. Um, that, that's an actual a, boat, though, isn't it? Yeah, a 28-foot boat model of a boat is, <laughs> is a boat. You could more or less surf on it, probably. Yeah. 
Um, or was it eight foot? There's some, something foot, I, I, I forget. Uh, look at the notes here, where are we? But there's also a kitchen, a Pog and Pol Porsche design kitchen, a customizable kitchen that comes with this thing. I presume it's essentially, it entitles you to have the kitchen fitted rather than a kitchen inside this advent company. It would be Although, a very big box if it yeah, had a kitchen in it, I would we imagine. We should really describe it, guys. It's it's a column, essentially. Like I said, very similar to the sort of... Yeah. Almost like a squared off version of the monolith I'm, from I'm, 2001. I'm trying to figure out how tall I think it would be. And I'm guessing... It's pretty dark. Sort of three, three or four feet tall. Yeah. If if not a bit bigger, mm. and all around its various sides are little windows with a blue, very Tron-looking trim to them, like a like a sort of almost a neon blue, and um, yeah, you open you open these windows and all these amazing Porsche design things come out. Oh wait, hang on! I've found an article in the Telegraph uh-huh. about it with someone, a woman standing next to it, and it's taller than she is. Oh, there we go then. Even taller. And it's got close-up pictures of some of the things inside. Ooh. There's a pipe, a Porsche-designed pipe. No way. Like tobacco pipe or whatever one feels like putting in it when one can afford <laughs> well, such things. Yeah, you know, um, the difference between me and a crack user is money. <laughs> that's that's what it is. Yeah, but there's, like you say, yeah, there's the boat. My gosh. Mm. This is quite the thing there's even a picture of the kitchen that comes yeah wow so amazing huh? it retails at six hundred and seventy one thousand six hundred and twenty five pounds which sounds like an oddly arbitrary amount but that's actually the conversion for one million dollars it is a million dollar advent calendar there were five made in total do you know where there were five made no or should design allowed one to be sold per continent around the world. They designated which continent was to have it sold, and Harrods was selected for Europe. So there was one for each continent of this million-dollar advent calendar. How's about that, Rich? Aren't there more than five continents? I mean, what the hell did they get for Christmas? Yeah, that ba- that's the question, isn't it? Then, <laughs> If that yeah. was just your calendar, what mm-hmm. did you open on Christmas morning? Because it's going to be stuff we don't know exists, isn't it? Well, it's... <laughs> Do you know, in my searching, I found a You've website... that country that nobody knows about. That's yours now. Yeah, that's that's what it is. Mm. Um, I've actually found a list of... Uh, it's called bornrich.com, this website. And it appears to be just a website about all this stuff we're talking about. Oh, that's fun. And yeah, like I said, it's worth a look. I think these mm. will tell you what you, sh- you should be owning and can't. <laughs> Oh, they've got the five most expensive cats in the world. That's a whole other show. That is. But wow, a million dollars. <laughs> a million dollars. And you get, but you get a kitchen and a boat. Actually, do you know, if you just told me the boat was a million dollars, I'd believe you. Yeah. So, you know, maybe that's, maybe it's really good value for money. Well, I guess. I think what they've done... Just going back to your, I, I know that there are more than five continents. I think obviously they've discounted Antarctica. Yes. Well, I think they've basically thrown the Americas. They must have thrown the Americas together, I suppose. It's either that or they, they've ignored another continent. But um, I think that's how they did it. But there were five made, and the idea was that it was geographical regions of the world got one each. Okay. 
Okay. Well, that just leaves us one place to go to. It does. And uh, it's pretty substantial, Rich. It's not going to disappoint. No, I didn't think it would. The number one. I think a lot of this has to do with the fact that the, the Qatar royal family actually took over Harrods. There was a takeover. Because I didn't realise. I thought that... Um, that uh, Oh, my God, his name's gone out of my head. And he's such a well-known guy. The original owner of Harrods. Um, Why can I not remember this name? Are you trying to think of uh, Mohammed no, Al-Fayed? That's the one. Yeah. Yeah, um, apparently he doesn't own it anymore. No, I think he sold it a while ago. Yeah, it's now the Qatari royal family. And they've started selling some rather luxury items as well as the normal stuff through the shop. Number one on our list, Rich, of the most expensive Harrods items ever sold is the Project Mars Super Yacht. I'm going to go up front with this, because there's no point burying the lead. It's £111 million. Pounds. Okay. <laughs> £111 million. It's oh. a pretty thing. Uh, I'm hoping you're Googling it now. Project Mars Super Yacht. I'm looking at a picture now. Yeah. I mean, if you own this, if you look, if you look in your harbour and this boat's there, you're not just a bad guy. You're a supervillain. I know. That yeah. was what I thought. You can kill it, James Bond with this boat. It's, it's even called a super yacht. It's, it's not hiding the lead. Because it'd just be a yacht otherwise. Let me tell you now, you're going to be blown up in it. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Where do we start with the features? I mean... I <sighs> It looks, it looks like, if you squint at it, it looks like a model from Thunderbirds. It does. does That's it, how shiny and curvy and spiky and over the top it looks. Does it exist yet? Because I think I'm just seeing no, it's renders. No, it's, it's been created. Yeah, it's been built. There are lots of renders, but I believe it, it also does exist now. Right, okay. Mm. Give us some stats then. Okay. Because sure. this is just incredible. <laughs> uh, where are we now? I've found it. Of course, it's got the prerequisite um, heli pads on it. Yeah. Um, it's got not just not just a pool, not just a jacuzzi. It's got a one side of the boat is known as the beach club. So it has a number of different water-based activity thingies and jacuzzis and saunas and showers. Um, many VIP suites with kind of, you know, like I said, all the supervillain prerequisites. Yeah, yeah. Slide down screens and everything and viewing rooms and uh, um, <laughs> multiple horseshoe-shaped balconies, one on top of the other. It does kind of look part battleship, part kind of, I don't know, like futuristic spaceship, really. It does, doesn't it? Um, even the hallways and the corridors look a bit kind of enterprise -y. It's spectacular. Mm, it is, but it's so, it's so clearly built for a for somebody who has missiles pointed. It does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's not meant for just no. even rich people in the media. This this is yeah yeah. Bond really should be piloting a submersible towards it. I yeah yeah. I love that in the pictures I found in the picture of one of the one of the cinema rooms. They are watching Doctor No. On the boat. <laughs> that's that's so very appropriate. In a kind of, we'll watch out for this fellow. Gosh, if you own this boat, your money came from oil, I think. Yeah. Or some sort of royal family 
or a royal family with lots of oil. Burying people using oil drums, perhaps? That sort of thing. <laughs> Something happened there. Maybe you've got a bomb that you're holding London to ransom with for a hundred billion dollars or something. But gosh, I'm stunned. I'm, I'm absolutely breathless looking mm. at this boat. This is just unlike anything I've ever seen. And it's beyond rich, isn't it? Yeah, it is. For your boat. And yet all I can think of as I look at it is I don't really like being on boats. It's it's still on water, isn't it? Yeah, I, I'm not that comfortable with being on a big boat, you know, super waves and all that. Yeah. And so I'd just be, in theory, spending £111 million to fear death. Yeah, absolutely. Basically. So it wouldn't be good for me, but I I suppose you don't drive this yourself either, do you? you, you, no, ha- you no. Oh, no, sorry. I should have pointed out. <clears throat> it can... Um... Accommodate 15 of you, um, of you, you and your guests. Right. But it has a crew, a, a highly trained crew of 35 to look after you. Right. So we're talking, you know, monkey butler level attention. Um, so there's plenty of crew. And yes, obviously, all, the, all of the, the sailing and the important bits and <laughs> not dying until the uh, secret agent arrives yeah. to, give you your, to give you what you deserve um, is done by a properly trained crew. It has been built. It is sitting in the Fincantieri, which is the Italian design house that came up with this this incredible bit of engineering. Fully engineered and ready to go. Ready for plate cutting at any time. Now this was written, let me look at, back in 2009. And apparently it has been sold, and I'm almost certain it was a Russian oligarch. It had has to be. It has to be. That combination of money and total lack of taste and shame, I think. Yeah, lack of shame. I, I actually think it's quite tasteful. It's certainly mm. not, you know, your Clive Christian classical kitchen that was just hideous. This is, this is nice. Yeah, you know? but it's it's also one hundred eleven million pounds of nice, that's, which is I think, that's, the tasteless bit. Yeah, that's the tasteless bit, without a shadow of a doubt. <laughs> if I had infinite money, but bought this, Alison would still be upset with me. Yeah, I, I think. But I've got infinite money, and she just point and say, like, yeah, but. yeah, but you could, the good things you could have done with 111 million yeah. pounds other than buy yourself a boat. Let's face you it, you're not going to go on because you're afraid of the ocean. So yeah. why have you bought that? Um, you could you have know. changed lives for the next 100 years instead you bought this. Yeah. And plus, I don't think I should have such easy access to international waters. No. You know, <laughs> there's some shady deeds. Exactly. You know, but you'd be more than you'd be justified in committing. Yeah, but, and I think the word is commit when you're out in wars. It is, and and people would expect it of you though if you've got a hundred and eleven million yeah. pound boat. Like, don't piss you're him off. Sitting below deck playing solitaire. Yeah, you don't deserve to be on it. Wow, I wonder how that how it compares to uh, Steve Jobs's yacht. I don't know. I guess I I'm thinking as well. That's probably part of the. The whole Cold War, isn't it, of billionaires, is who's got what and how many, you know, how many levels your super yacht has got. Yeah, I mean, just looking at this website, I found Super Yacht Times. It, there's some mm. quite impressive boats here. There's a 75 meter one here that looks quite nice. Oh, that's smaller though. Only room for up to 12 guests. Oh well, I mean, and a two-level owner's suite with office and private balcony. It's it's the happy shopper super yacht. It is. It's oh it's shit. 
It's shit, <laughs> Casey. You wouldn't want this. It's, you'd be embarrassed, quite frankly. Billionaire mates would love you. Yeah. 75 meter yacht. What a shit boat that would be. You know, you want you want something bigger than that. Of course you do. Yeah. I think Super Yacht Times is where you'll find it, though. Super Yacht Times. What a publication. Exactly. I'm glad. I, I didn't know that existed till 20 minutes ago. Neither did I. No, I do. Neither did Neither I. Do. And yeah, <laughs> maybe subscribing. Yeah, who knows? And I've 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 bookmarked bonrich.com just to see what I should be. Yeah, that sounds like fun. The world's most expensive engagement rings. <gasps> okay. <laughs> I just looked at number ten, and that was Princess Diana's engagement ring, which you can imagine was probably not a cheapy. Wow. You know, but actually, just did a, a snip at one hundred thirty-seven thousand dollars, and of course, it's been used again. So. It's it's yeah. more than second hand now. If anyone gets that, it'll be down Absolutely. cash converters soon. That she'll be done with it. Right, crash damaged. Crash. <laughs> is, that, is that the point where they play us off? Yeah, that's. Yeah. Oh well, thank you for that, for going through that list that, with me. As always, that was that was a, that was a good one. I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah. So I don't feel so bad about being poor now. No, because what would you do with money other than waste it on crap? To be fair, I would buy that Avant Canada though. Oh, I would have done, given the choice, of course. Look what I've got. Yeah. <laughs> How's your Maltesers Avant Canada? Because look what I've got. Yeah. Oh, maybe splash out on one with Lego in next year. I pulled a, I pulled a boat out of mine today. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Well... We'll be back next week with another show, and this will sure all hopefully be on SoundCloud like we expect, or available yeah. <laughs> like a podcast, or on simply everything with no adverts in it all and stuff like that. So, thank you for listening, everybody. Now go and get saving. You've got a boat to buy. You yeah. have. Bye bye. Bye now.